Welcome to the Texas Home Improvement Super Podcast with Jim Dutton. All the best calls this week throughout the state of Texas. Brought to you by Carrier. Turn to the experts. Head over to South Lake. Dan, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hey, Jim. Thanks for taking my call, and I'm looking for more of your sage advice. Alrighty, well, I appreciate you, you calling. I'm not going to get you out of the water tank area yet. Um, I, I may have a pretty simple question for you. I have, a, I have a water tank in the upstairs in a closet, and my daughter has to close her closet door. It's actually enclosed in the closet, but she has to close her closet door because if they're in the heat, the Texas heat, that, that room heats up pretty well. When I look inside the water closet, it's vented up into the attic, and then there's a box opening in the attic with just chicken wire on it. Is there any way of closing that off? You're telling me that where the water heater is opens into the attic, uh, the, the, just with the chicken wire, so you're allowing it, it's allowing the heat to come into that closet area that the water heater's in. Correct. Yeah, it's it's got a hard ceiling on it, but it's got a, like a one by one square box that was built into the attic that okay. just allows the attic air to come into these come into the space. I'm not sure if it's for combustion or not. No, it it, it should not have to have that. Okay, and that's yeah, to be what's heating up the room. It it is, and and it'll cause all kinds of sweating and stuff. Though sometimes AC guys do that as well with with when they do an AC installation closet unit, an upright, and yeah, it just creates all kinds of problems. Definitely, you can have that closed off with sheetrock, just like the rest of it. The key thing is you got to make sure you got good ventilation for the water heater. And is this gas? Or electric? It is gas. It is okay. gas. So it's going to have a, a, a exhaust pipe going up, and the closet is going to need an air intake somewhere. Whether you have loops uh, on the door or something, you know, where you know have it just where you got a good two inches or so underneath the door, but just have it where it can get air in, so it can take air out. Got it. Maybe that's why they actually allowed the air to the attic because the door is it has a seal around it, so it's a sealed door. I think they were trying to prevent the, you know, any air from the occupied yep. space inside. And they're they're using that then as as the uh, ventilation. I gotcha. Okay, wonderful. Hey, uh, I, I don't know if anybody uh, lets you know, but you don't you don't screen your calls at all. It's fantastic. I mean, I call in. I don't I don't tell your. Um, your front person that what I'm calling about, and, and you you take every single call. I really respect that. That's, do you know very, why I do you're that? You're very knowledgeable. I I, I know th- this show. I started doing this 17 years ago, and everybody always thought all I was going to talk about is foundation repair because that's one of the companies I own. And I said, no, if I'm going to do a show, I'm going to have fun with it. It's going to be a call in. I don't I don't let them put the what the call topic is on the call screen because that takes all the fun out of it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. But I, I, that's why I like listening to your show. It's every, every, every chance I get when I listen to it and stuff, it's, it's all new topics. I learn things about, you know, from you about my house that I should know about. So it's, it's, it's a pleasure to listen to you, Jim. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. I have a great time with it. And uh, I, I appreciate you taking the time to call and, and, and the nice comments. Thank you, Jim. Have, have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. You as well. Take care. Sheet metal roof versus shingle. Is it best to go with thickest gauge on panel sheet metal roof? And what type of seam is best? 
Does color and type of paint matter when it comes to heat and durability? Do you have a preferred metal roof company you recommend? Thank you. Well, William, thicker is better. I mean, the heavier the, the, the metal, the better. For multiple reasons. One, the amount of hail it'll handle. And a metal roof takes hail much better than a shingle roof does. Uh, now, please understand, a dent in a metal roof does not mean the insurance company is going to replace it because it hasn't changed its functionality. All it's changed is its looks. So you, you'll want to be careful with that part of it. But yes, heavier is better. As far as color, hey, it, it really depends on what you're wanting to go with. Uh, I will tell you, if you go with like a white color, it's going to show every everything that's up there the whole time. Uh, I'm, I'm actually up at the deer lease right now. We've got a green metal roof. Been on this building for probably 12 years. Uh, looks great. Love them. Uh, parents ha had a, a red metal roof on their place. So it, you get whatever color you want to match your home. As far as the type of metal, standing seam. Uh, that's that's the type I like. And as far as somebody to do it for you, Arrington Roofing. And they can give you all the ins and outs and why you want to go with one type over another. All right, I was talking to Dan, and Dan's got a basically a flat roof on an addition on the house. And the insulation thickness, it heats up. So the question is, is there a way to you know, put a coating or something that makes it more energy efficient. Well, Dan, actually there is. There there are some spray-on coatings that you can put on the top that not only will it make it more energy efficient because it reflects the heat and adds insulating properties, but it also water seals it better as well because I'm sure, you know, with that rolled roofing up there, you have a strong potential of a leak down the road. That and, is great. Uh, yeah, these these coatings they can spray it on and they can go all the way up to where it ties into, uh, you know, the regular shingles and everything, and it'll it'll thicken it up a little bit. It gives it insulating properties, and yes, it will definitely make the house a heck of a lot more comfortable in that area. A secondary thing you can do is on the inside. There's a product called Cool Coat, and it's K O O L coat and it's an additive you mix into any paint it's a ceramic bead type additive and that will block the heat transfer as well so those two items would just make that room so much more comfortable just a reminder it's a huge help if you subscribe to rate and review the podcast it helps people find us let's go to fort worth brett you doing all right today yes sir how are you jim Man, I'm doing wonderful. Good. Appreciate you taking my call. I had my driveway completely replaced about two months ago, and now I've got two cracks in two different sections that go from side to side, and I've got the contractors coming out tomorrow to look at it, but I just wanted to see your opinion on what a reasonable expectancy should be for me. Um, if that's normal or if that's abnormal. All concrete cracks by nature 
I mean, that's why we have steel in it, is to hold it together when it does crack. So my first question is going to be, how big a crack? I mean, how how wide a crack is it? Um, is it just I a hairline-type crack? or? Yeah, they're both hairline cracks, but just it's, uh, like I said, it's just two months old. So Yeah. Well, and that's part of the curing process of concrete as it dries it will shrink and you you can get those hairline cracks now honestly there are things contractors can do to minimize it a little bit when they're doing it pouring the concrete and such like uh keeping it watered sounds strange but yes after, right after you pour the concrete and you get your finish on it you can actually start watering it and that slows the drying process which minimizes those cracks when we pour concrete and it's 105 degrees out and it's drying real quick, that's when we're really susceptible to the cracks. Okay. So it sounds like you're saying I should probably let him decide what to do. There's not a whole lot to do. Your choices are, are very limited. It, it can be epoxy filled, which is going to show. It can be left alone or... It's got to come out and be report. Okay. And, and I'm going to tell you, if it's a hairline crack, if it was me, I'd be. T I would suggest you leave it alone. Okay, well, that's what it is currently. So I just yeah. didn't want it to grow bigger. Yeah. In the future, no, I understand. Not having repercussions. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate your advice. Thank you, sir. You bet. You take care. You too. Bye. And, and this is just for everybody. Uh, if you pull the carpet up in your home throughout the whole house, I will guarantee you you've got cracks in it. That is the nature of concrete. Uh, so, yeah, don't don't ever expect it not to have any cracks. Okay, let's head to Fort Worth. Is it Clev or Cleve? Cleve. Cleve. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. All right, I've got this rent house, and um, uh, the renter called me here a week or so ago, and a couple of the floor joists he thought popped. So I finally got over there and crawled underneath there, and, um, yeah, there's a couple of the joists broke. But th there is uh, water on the bottom side of the floor, and uh -huh. I can't figure out where it's coming from. The, the kitchen is about six to eight feet away, the plumbing there. But there's there's no water on the ground. Okay, so it's it's just on the wood on the bottom side. Correct. And is it only in that one area, or is it other areas of the house as well? It's just right there. Uh, you know, it's a pretty extensive area. Yep. And uh, you know, I thought about going over there with a level from the kitchen to you know on the floor just to see if that's uh, downhill from where that's at. You know, and I've just been trying to rack my brain, you know, trying to how, <laughs> figure out. How big an area do you think it is? It's almost the whole dining room and parts of uh, possibly the kitchen and a living room. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's you know, this is going to be a, a big job, I think. You and know. it's more, and it's more, is it more central in other words, it's off away from uh, outside walls where there's a vent. Right now, yeah, there's only there's only vents on like the south side of the house, which I was wondering okay. about that. 
um, on the in this is closer to the north side of the house, which is where the driveway's at, and uh, the ground uh-huh. is a little bit higher there, but it's still below the floor level. Right. Well, and the reason I was asking that is I'm kind of thinking this may be a ventilation problem. Uh, okay. It gets very humid in crawl spaces, and when you start seeing moisture on the wood up top, but you're not seeing it in the soils and stuff, a lot of times that's caused by just not having good cross ventilation underneath the house, and it's it's just condensation you're seeing. And the problem mm. with it is it will start decaying that wood and start start it to rotting. Uh, so it, it it is something you want to get addressed sooner than later. So in order to figure out if that's what it is, uh, I would put an exhaust fan in one of the vents and try to draw air across the house and give it a, a week or two of doing that and then go back in and see if the moisture is off that wood. If it is, you know what the problem is, and you, all you got to do is install a crawl space fan and you're done. Okay. All right. Well, great. Thank you. Now, if you uh, if, if you want to talk about that a little bit further, you can call us at the office at Due West. We do a lot of ventilation of that type. But I'm more than happy to talk with you about how to put it in. And uh, the fans themselves are not that expensive. The installation work is is actually more than the fans are. Right. And they fit right. They they make them to fit right into the the vents but the key part is you got to have vents to go all the way across so that you don't run into dead air spaces because that's what it sounds like you have right now is is some dead air space okay all right i'll uh think about that next time i'm there checking this out okay thank you very much Take care. Well, we're going out to montgomery and christian how are you today i'm doing fine how about you sir Doing well, doing well. How can I help you? So I just bought my first house uh, out here in April Sound, and um, I the previous owners had a built-in <laughs> built-in the living room, but my TV does not fit in there, and Uh-oh. I'm going nuts because I have a decent-sized TV, and <laughs> that's that's what I get to do on the weekends: watch either game football games or things of that nature and i'm just wondering what can i do because oh. at first I, th- I thought about ripping it all off but whenever they laid the tile they cut around the built-in and the built-in is sitting on the foundation okay so david i hate to break this to you but since this is your first home you're going to learn this sooner or later your life is not yours anymore it belongs to the house <laughs> And, and and all all you'll be doing is home improvement projects. You you don't you don't have to worry about watching sports anymore. <laughs> now yep. um you, you want an easy fix? Uh I want a good fix. Okay. The good fix is take the built ins out and rebuild them. Uh the easy fix and probably the fix I would recommend is you build a panel over the built-ins that the TV can mount on and and have it hinged to where you can open it up and store stuff behind it in the shelving that's already there. 
and okay. it'll look like it, it'll look like it was built for it then. Okay. Thank and you. Because because you know the, typically shelves like that are fairly strong, so you you should be able to hang the the TV on there with a, a mount, but you can have a plywood wall or a plywood panel built the size of the TV, have it hinged, and you can just literally open it up and be able to store all kinds of stuff behind it. Okay, that's a great idea. David, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hi, Jim. Uh, we built our house uh, 16 years ago, we built it ourselves. Um, now our windows are leaking. Uh, when I when I get up in the morning, the w- windows are all foggy except for a couple of half windows, and water is running down the outside. Do I have any options? Are they? Uh, have you recocked them since you built? No, no, I haven't. It's just the double pane vinyl windows. Yeah. Well, that would be your first option because uh, the caulking doesn't last that long. Uh, usually, after about ten years, it's time to recock them because you start getting air leakage and stuff, and that cold okay. air meeting the warm air will start start them on that condensation process. Where, where would I caulk them? Because it's it's across the whole window. Well, where, the... the caulk the seams around the brick outside? Correct. Or? Yes. Yeah, okay, that, yeah. That, that itself will help some. Now, as far as the rest of it, uh, honestly... You may be getting a little bit of leakage around the glass itself and the window frame. Uh, I doubt you're getting much there, but uh, that's possible. And, of course, 16 years ago, the codes weren't the same as they are now. The The government does require more higher energy efficiency on the windows now, and so this is less of a problem. It's not eliminated, but it is far less so. Your other choice would be to replace the windows, but now you're getting into a lot more money. Dan, this is Jim. How can I help you? Hi, Jim. Uh, I recently purchased a home, and I'm doing some renovations on it. Took all the old flooring out, and I noticed when it sits, uh, we did air conditioning too, so there is no air in the house, but I noticed when it sits for a while, it seems to have spots in the floor that moisture is wicking up through. And I wanted to put tile down when I redid the flooring in the house, but I'm a little concerned about putting the tile over a floor that maybe is damp. Is there some kind of sealant I can put on there to to seal it from the top side so that uh, I can go ahead and tile it and not have any issues in the future? Well, there are sealants, concrete sealers and stuff that you can put down. Uh, But where's this moisture coming from? That's going to be the bigger question. And a lot of people are actually having this. In fact, I was at a house... uh, well, actually, I can think of two houses I've been at in the last two weeks that have had major moisture issues coming up through the concrete and unexplainable how the moisture's getting there because there is no obvious leak anywhere. There is no obvious path for the water. But the problem is the concrete acts as a wick. And you get moisture on the bottom of it, it will wick up through the concrete. So... Yeah, there's there's a lot of that happening. As far as putting in tile, that's going to be one of your better products you can put down. Worry-free, but you are correct. You want to put a sealer first, and you can go to floor and decor. Uh, they have some sealers you can put down. You can go to a, an industrial place like uh, 
HD supply, they'll have sealers you can put down and then put your tile. And the advantage that you'll have with the tile is moisture won't kill it like it would a wood floor or, or other type right. of flooring. And uh, okay. your, your biggest fear factor is that if moisture does come up, you can get mildew under a tile floor. And so you're correct in wanting to put a, a, a moisture barrier down first. So you would suggest uh, checking like at Floor and Decor or the Industrial Place HD. Yep. And see if yeah, they... Both, if both of them should have okay. a masonry sealer that you can put down to seal it for you. And okay. then the tile, uh, the thin and set, then, will adhere to that real well? Oh, yeah. No, it won't have any problems at all. Okay. All right. Well, thank right. you. I appreciate the info. All you right. You bet. This one comes from, uh, let's see, Jeannie in Quinlan. Jim, previously you have talked about toilets that get the metal shavings in the bowl. It is now occurring in two of ours. I believe you mentioned getting a pumice stone at the box store. Can you provide more details on how to use it and the areas in the toilet to use it? Well, the pumice stone, it's in the plumbing department. And any any place where uh, you need to use it on the toilet, you can. Yes, you can use it on that porcelain surface. That's what it's made to do is, is clean that stuff off. Now, the metal shavings, I'm, I'm not sure about that because typically it's mineral deposits that we're dealing with not a metal shaving, but uh, either way, if you get some type of stain or buildup on that porcelain, typically in the bowl, you know, around the water line and stuff like that, you just take this pumice stone and literally start scrubbing down there, rubbing on it uh, like you're polishing it with that pumice stone, and it'll clean it up. They really work well. They're not expensive, um, and it's what you'll use if nothing else takes care of it. Now, a lot of times just using a regular type toilet bowl cleaner will take care of a lot of things, but this goes above and beyond for those uh, tough jobs. Arch home, 5,500 square foot, two air conditioning units, nothing makes sense. Air set at 78, read 71 and open room upstairs. One adjoining bedroom, like icebox. Maintenance man comes does jack knows what and uh just makes things worse mother-in-law room was freezing with her thermostat off had to keep a window open and use a space heater but now it's 78 and she's running two fans 24 7. my eldest son dresses like an eskimo and the room he connects to via the bathroom is hot ac guy said there's no duct work in that room Hmm. Then he said the vent is actually return air. Uh, if it looks the same as the others, no. But at one time, that room was very cold. She is on a separate thermostat with a damper that is apparently not working. We have had multiple people to do jack. Who knows what to do? I believe uh, this has been just rigged together with a seasonal fix and the next time there's a problem a new man is clueless as to what is going on and tries to solve our problem from scratch this has been going on for five years since we moved in after it was built in the woodland texas gosh that's a long time you know it sounds like it's pretty simple i bet you got a motorized since you got separate thermostats i'll bet you've got a motorized damper that's not 
flipping like it should. And, uh, you know, a lot of AC guys, for some reason, just don't know how to handle that. And it, it really isn't that complicated to get it taken care of. So what I would tell you is call Due West Air Conditioning, 713-473-7156. We can come out and take a look, see if that's what's going on, if it truly is just the dampers. Because everything you described is a balancing issue and get those dampers working properly. And the fact that you got dual thermostats, I bet you it's a zoned system, uh, and they're just not familiar with how to deal with the zoning on it. So... I hope that'll they'll get get you taken care of. And I know it's another AC person coming out, but we've got the proper people to make sure that it is taken care of the way you need it. So, again, give you Western call. You've just heard the best calls and questions from Texas Home Improvement. For more information about our show, go to THIPro.com.